Let this food take you places you've never imagined. We really out here eating good ass food, listening to good ass music, just vibing. We aren't critics. Fuck critics. We're only bringing you things we love. With your host, Nelson motherfucking Conroy. You've never experienced anything like this before. Open your ears and free your taste buds. Gastro traveling, motherfucker. And welcome back to another episode of Gastro Traveling. You might be thinking, whoa. Something looks different. There's only one dude here. What's going on? I only hear one guy talking. Well, you're stuck with me now. Uh, Rob, he's in the room. He is behind the camera. He made me look very handsome. So I'd uh, like to thank shout out to Rob. We also have a picture of him hanging up behind me as a little, uh, I don't want to say memorial because he's not dead, but I did edit the photo. So he uh, is in space. So it fits the theme of the show. Uh, the spirit of Rob is with us this evening as we travel through gastrally and musically through an album you have never heard of. I can almost guarantee it. Uh, it is called The Rainbow Goblins by Masayoshi Takanaka. Now, Masayoshi Takanaka is an interesting fellow. He's Japanese, obviously, and he's like this composer, artist, guitarist. I don't know how I found him was I had a uh, good friend of mine from work. We always talk about music and stuff. Shout out John Osterfeld. Very handsome. He's like, Hey man, you got to check out this album. It's crazy. You're going to go fucking wild. I said, all right, man, whatever. It's stupid. Fucking, I don't give a shit. And, uh, and then I fucking, he put it on and I was like, Oh my God, this album is incredible. You okay. We just noticed how many albums he has. Oh, <laughs> he's got like how many albums like 50 of them a lot listen every one I've, I've checked out is fire is amazing they're just i read a comment on on one of his albums where somebody said it's what what japanese sunshine sounds like it's such like a happy vibe now this album is called the rainbow goblins from 1981 37 he's got 37 albums schnoogans in a row Go That's a Kevin Smith reference. I'm sorry. Oh. In the movie Clerks, you know what I'm talking about? I know of the movie. I just never watched it. His girlfriend th- sucks 37 dicks. Oh. That's the whole bit. Okay. 37 in a row. Anyways, we have... We have <laughs> watch that movie. It's good. It's fun. It's... uh. Anyways, the Rainbow Goblins is based off of a children's book. I have it in my hand right now. Uh, written and the art was painted by this guy named Ul Del Rico. I don't know his full name. It's fucking wild. It's crazy. Look up his full name because it's not it's not fun. It's very Italian. Anyways, this Italian guy who studied in Germany made this book, The Rainbow Goblins. And I'm going to I'm going to go through the book as we go through the album, but first I want to bring on a good friend of mine. Uh, he is the chef of the show, Chef Angel. He has cooked a delicious meal to go on with this. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but he's bringing it to me now. Uh, there should be some music playing right now, but there's not because we don't have that all set up yet. Angel, what's up, man? What's up, Bubble? What did you make today? Um, spaghetti. Spaghetti. Napolitan. Whoa, what is this? I'm going to try it while you're talking. What is it? Okay, Tell me what so it is. So spaghetti napolitan is a Japanese dish. 
that was uh, inspired by military rations. So spaghetti, base of origin, Italy, collab, Japanese, Italian. It's yeah, a that's very, good. It's a What's, very, what makes it Japanese? Like, I get this. I get the Italian part. What makes it Japanese? They, well, it's, no, it's not marinara. It's ketchup based. What? So, yeah, they put ketchup on everything. So, that's fucking, I don't even, it doesn't even. They put, like, they just literally took spaghetti and ketchup. It was a ration. <sighs> Boom. They did it. Wow. It doesn't even really like what kind of what kind of ketchup did you use? Because it doesn't even taste like ketchup. That. I didn't. You have the option of using just so, tomato sauce. So, so that's what you did. It yeah. was tomato sauce. You could use ketchup originally, but I'm like, nah, not for today. Okay, so this was like a kind of a, like a World War II kind of thing. Yeah. So I wanted to just I kind of just took it apart. Yeah. Just really just break down what you know Japanese, a little bit of Japanese cuisine, a little bit of Italian. Sure. And just like scrap the like the Napolitan idea. Uh huh. Do it all with like, built it from the ground up. Yeah, from like Italian cuisine. I uh, how we you know and they use uh, garlic and wine. Mm. I use garlic and I use uh, sake instead. Whoa, uh, you're a fucking right now. I just want to say this on the podcast, just so everybody knows it's it's a recording right now. Everybody's listening. Fucking Angel is a fucking culinary genius. He he he's a fucking artist when it comes to food, and it, it, this is just a testimony to it. You're a hype man. I love you. You're just so fucking. I don't even know. I wish I had any type of talent to match your fucking cooking talent because it's yours is vegan. Oh my! I didn't want to get into that, but uh, uh, <laughs> oh, did you put some of this? Oh, I didn't even use any hot sauce. So I've I have decided to make. I mean, if fucking Angel's gonna out me. And dox me. I mean, I'm still going to tell him about the original. That's okay. That's beautiful. So I've decided to make kind of an, me and my brother have decided to make a uh, lifestyle change. Uh, we're going plant-based. We're going to try to go plant-based at least. Some vegetarian. I might fuck around and eat some cheese. Who knows? But uh, just, just for health reasons, you know, just so I don't die at 35. I don't, I don't want to do that's that. That's not going to happen. So, I mean, this is why I'm doing this. Oh, well, I'll take And so I requested Angel. He had no issue with it. I wasn't trying to be annoying, and he said I wasn't being annoying. But I said, hey, man, can you make a vegan? He said, gotcha, buddy. And, and that's, but, but well, let's hear about the original. What do you, what do you have in the so, original? The only difference between this and the original is uh, bacon and Italian. Again, usually it's just sausage, uh-huh. but I use bulk Italian sausage, really to just kind of crumble it up and just make it easier to eat. Uh, and that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all. Everything else is pretty much safe, you know, vegan safe. Beautiful. It's a little spicy. I'm not going to lie. I, Did I you was, put too much Tabasco? I put a little bit too much. We, uh, You guys always do this. Should I start, like, just putting it? You got to do guys? it for me. Yeah, I definitely. You have, to, you have to be my taste guide. Well, Angel, this is a delicious meal. I thank you so much for this. You're very welcome. I don't think... <laughs> wow, you did, you did put a lot. <laughs> <laughs> do, you have any, do you have anything insightful? How was your week? Do you have anything insightful to say? Um, big fan. He is one of the OGs in City Pop. I listen to City Pop every Sunday. At work. <laughs> He's one of the OGs. Angel is the only person that I've met that's heard of this man. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> He's one of the forefathers of City Pop. Oh yeah. So why is he looking big? He's directing. Oh, okay. Rob is directing. You can't see. He's off camera. Angel, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You are you are an, you are an angel. I say I don't say that enough. I'm gonna take this with take. It's a it's a dangerous thing. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna season your food from now on. Just please do. I'm not. I just fucking I just go ham with the seasonings. So Angel, thanks so much for coming no, on, buddy.
So the first song is the intro, and it just kind of sounds, it's very cinematic. It almost starts off like a Star Wars movie or something. It's a very cool vibe. But we go in the first song, and the first song is the pro, uh, the prologue, and I'm going to be reading the samples before each song, and uh, it, it's, it samples this guy named uh, Roy Garner, I believe, uh, reading the audiobook. Um, but but I have it written down here of exactly what uh, is sampled. But he's a long time ago, there was a hidden valley, valley called the Valley of the Rainbow, where the animals lived in peace. This was the only place in the land which have never known the fear of the seven gob- goblins. So these motherfucking goblins, they're the bad guys. When I first picked up this book, I was like, oh... They're Italian. They're nice goblins, right? They gotta be the good guys, the goblins, because you know, the, you know how Italians are. But it goes on to explain who the goblins are, and each goblin—red, orange, yellow, green, and blue, indigo, and violet—are all the colors of the rainbow, and that's the name of each goblin. I assume it has something to do with. That's their that's their favorite flavor of color because they eat these colors. They hunt down rainbows and they eat them, and that's the whole concept of it. Is they're they're looking for fucking rainbows to lasso. It's weird. I don't know. It's a children's book. It, it is, this ain't where the wild things are. You know what I'm saying, man, Randy? I would really love to get a print of these. Uh, let me do this for. Uh, that, that, that. <laughs> I would really love to get a print of these because they're very like Renaissance esque. The, the the art in this book is just phenomenal because it's like it's it's it contrasts with like these rainbows and these fucking goblins trying to hunt and hunt them down and shit. And anyways, there's this leader goblin. He's the yellow one is the leader. Why the yellow one is the leader? I have no fucking idea. A my choice. So it, they go on. They're 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 they hear they hear about this valley. Then they find this cave. And the next song, this is such a weird, this is a weird way to do this podcast. Yeah. Uh, the Seven Goblins, which the prologue's fucking eight minutes long. Jesus Christ. The Seven Goblins, uh, there's a really cool sample in this song where it goes, Gubberin, 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 how many times did they say it, Randy? Uh, 117. <laughs> I love it. It's so great. It's like a, like a kid saying, Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. But the, uh, the, from the story and the vibe of this song is going to be the seven gobl- goblins live by eating the colors from the rainbows. For that reason, they were known as the rainbow goblins. They were always looking for rainbows to suck the colors from them and so to fill their bellies. One day, the rainbow goblins heard about the Valley of the Rainbow. It gave them an infinite appetite just thinking about the great banquet they could enjoy there. Immediately, they gathered their tools and set off in search of the legendary valley. It didn't matter to them to roam about the steep hills or to climb up the high mountains. Whenever the difficulties arose concerning their journey, they just thought of the delicious colors ahead. These fucking goblins, man. They're, it, it, it's it's kind of it's it's how I feel when I come to Rob's studio every every Sunday to rec- or Saturday to record. And Angel's got these fuck. I think about the delicious fucking feast Angel's got in front of me. I got this fucking Japanese pasta. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm just I when I listen to me. 
when I entered today and I fucking saw this delicious fucking Japanese pasta, I thought I was going to have a mental breakdown. I thought I was going to go crazy. I mean, I never even thought the coolest thing ever is the mixture of cultures, you know, that there's history behind this meal and it ties two totally different cultures together. I was thinking about this today, how like, how like, okay, I'm Sicilian, right? And I have sort of a pride that like, oh, the mafia, the mob, they're Sicilian, they're badasses, they're criminals, they're outlaws or whatever. But I think that, you know, in every culture, there's that type of like warrior pride that a lot of people have, you know, white people have knights. Is that, is that, I don't know. What I'm saying is Japanese people have like, I don't want to say the Yakuza, but I'll say like samurais because they're a real historical thing and they're, they're a dope thing to be proud of in your culture you know what i'm saying is that is that too crazy to make an equivalent to randy i don't think so you're on the right basis of i i think you know i don't know why i was thinking about this today but 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 i've been watching a lot of the sopranos and uh and it made me think of how proud i am to be a guinea i just spilled water on me um so uh, back to this album we're on the seven goblins song and we're talking about what? Gubberin, 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 Gubberin. All right, the Sunset Valley. Play that one. The Sunset Valley, it samples this part. Let's read it. The sun was about to set when the goblins finally arrived at the very entrance of the valley, the place that gave birth to the rainbows. That night, they decided to stay in a cave nearby. And uh, there's a really cool picture of, like, it's like them sneaking into a cave, and they're hanging out, and the roots, the roots of the plants are trying to listen in on their plan. It's very... It's very neat. But this song, The Sunset Valley, there's like a cool like uh, vocal. What is that? Voca- vocator. This thing you put in your mouth and it's like, it's it sounds like auto- it's like old school autotune almost. Voice box. It's a voice box. It's a voice box. There's a really cool voice box. Uh, we were talking to Randy during the break that uh, he was listening to this album and he was like driving down the road like. And... um. I don't know. These uh, this 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 uh, this episode is going to be very short. Uh, it's a new studio, a new format, and it's a, it's there's no there's not really a lot of depth to this. No, I mean, no, edit that out. That's not true. There's a lot of depth to this. Edit that out. It's just an, it's, I, it's hard to do by myself.
later on finding the goblins. <coughs> You're right over there? Jesus Christ. This man's dying. I'm talking about goblins over here. Later on finding the goblins in the cave sitting around a fire. The moon, which had just risen, warned the valley of their arrival. The news spread rapidly. The trees, the bushes, the animals, the flowers, the grasses, they all cried with fear. The rainbow goblins have come. What's really cool, something I really didn't get to talk to you about yet, I wanted to talk about the album cover really quick. That is painted also by Arundel Rico, the artist for the book. And there's a Japanese version of this book that I didn't get. It was like 120 bucks on the internet. But uh, this is a Japanese pressing of the album and if you notice uh i will explain to the audio listeners but if you notice there's a little sleeve like on it where it it has like a bunch of japanese lettering on it it's it's what they do in japan let's back it up a little bit in japan they have what's called a japanese pressing of an album right i think i talked about this a little bit with the beatles uh our beatles episode where it's it's called a virgin pressing where uh, when they press the record, they take all the excess vinyl, wax, whatever you want to call it, and they just throw it away. Here in America, when they press albums, they just take the excess and use it for the next record. So it's sort of like a sourdough type of vibe of the uh, vinyl. But with the virgin pressings, you get a clearer, crisper sound, and it sounds a lot better. And when they're pressed in japan and created in japan uh, a lot of american albums will have this and particularly this album because there's american writing on it english writing not american uh but it has all the information written japanese on the little sleeve there and uh it decreases in value if you don't have the sleeve so that's an interesting little tidbit but uh with this album it's only the peak of the iceberg of of this music this man has 37 albums 37 albums this man has. And they're all fucking fire. He has one with Little Richard. We didn't even talk about this yet. Takanaka, Masayoshi Takanaka has a 1992 album with Little Richard. Yes, that Little Richard. Where they just re-record all like Little Richard songs. Like, Tootie Fruit It. I'll root it. Tootie Fruit It. Or good golly, Miss Molly, shit like that. But it's Takanaka in the background, and there's like there's some samples I want to use later on for like a soundboard or something, where Little Richard goes Takanaka, Takanaka. I'll play it right now. Takanaka. It's fucking hilarious. I love it so much, and I'm so glad I found it. It's such a weird. I don't know. It's like. It's like when they made PB&J for the first time. Like a weird mixture that kind of works well together. But it does not work well at all. I hate PB&J. <laughs> so, the moon rose. What else happened?
Uh, this next song is called Soon. It has a really killer drum lo- like drum to it. The goblins go on to talk about their plan. The goblins could hardly contain their excitement. Soon all the colors of the rainbow will be ours. The yellow gloated. We'll snatch it as it rises, said Green. When the colors are still fresh and creamy, the blue goblin cackled. Look at the roots dangling from the walls. They're straying to hear our plans. A lot of good it will do them. Or their friends, the rainbow. How the fuck are these plants alive? Randy. That's a good question. How the fuck are these plants alive? Looking out for this goddamn rainbow. All right. So the next song is called, it's called Magical Nightlight. Yeah. And this one is magical. Play it. So this next song, Magical Nightlight, is like, it, it almost feels like what acid is. I've never done psychedelics before, but it feels definitely what psychedelics must feel like. Uh, the uh, story goes on. Outside the cave, the moon shine, the moon shone on the mirror-like surface of the water, and its magical light was reflected into the cave. Then all seven goblins had a wonderful dream. The same wonderful dream about the paradise of Rainbow Land, where all you had to do was lie on your back and open your mouth, and the most succulent colors dripped down your throat. That's sus. These goblins are sus. A little bit. The dream went on and on, and the greedy goblins drank and drank, and at dawn, just as their bellies were about to burst, they were awakened by a distant clap of thunder. Thunder, thunder, thunder. So these goblins are having this fucking whack-ass dream that they're going to fucking eat all these goddamn colors. Whoa, Randy Randy and audience, I wish you could see the picture that is painted with this, uh, this, 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 I don't know. What the part of the story, there's a, there's a painting. Yeah. And it's all these fucking rainbow goblins. They're all a different color, and they're all laying together in a cave, and above them is like a dream clouds of different, you know, like a red, a blue, a green, a yellow, a white, and then it's them, but they got full bellies. They look kind of pregnant, and they're holding up a lasso, and there's like 50, not 50, 15 rainbows, and they're all ready to eat them. Sounds fancy. It's a cool ass painting. I want this all framed in my house. We can get that done for you. Can we? Can we? Can we do that, please? 
We'll work on it. All I'll, right. I'll get that. Okay. All right. Okay. So the next song is entitled Rainbow Paradise. So this song, I kind of skipped it a little bit, but uh, this is what their dream is, what it sounds like. It's very like whimsical and like beep, 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 beep. And it, 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 it's, it's, it goes on to read rainbow paradise. The dream goes on and on. It's shining bright, but it's only a dream. Just a fairy tale of merry-go-round. So they're, they're anticipating what they're getting. And then the thunderclap comes with the next song, Thunderstorm. The goblins were awakened when it began to thunder in the distance. Great, a wild storm, they said. Knowing that the most wonderful rainbows spring from the biggest thunderstorms, they began to dance. Thunderstorm is is an interesting song. When I first heard this album and I heard this song, I said, where the fuck have I heard this sample before? I said, I've heard this before. This is on a hip-hop album when uh, the author, the, the reader, the vocal guy, he's reading the story, he goes, the goblins were awake and on Run the Jewels by Run the Jewels off the album Run the Jewels. The song ends with him saying, the goblins, the goblins were, were awakened. So, like, it's fucking, it's, it's, it's like, all right, we made this song, me, me and, me, we'll talk about Run the Jewels in the next episode, but, but Killer Mike and LP came together, they made this killer fucking song, and now the goblins are awakened, and it opens the door for all this fucking crazy music to happen. So they take this fucking crazy ass sample and use it in their own album, which is such a cool, cool way to, to look at you know to use it in modern music you know but this song thunder thunderstorm is basically you know thunder wakes their ass up from their little sleep get your little funky ass up and they wake them up and it's it's it's, it sounds like definitely sounds like fighting music like you would see in like final fantasy or something you know what i'm saying yeah uh so that is this song so uh the next song we play the rising arch
So to 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 go on with the story, it kind of skips in the album of what happens between the uh, thunderstorm and whatever. Uh, the goblins were awakened when it begins to thunder in the distance. Great a wild storm, they said, knowing that the most wonderful rainbows spring from the biggest thunderstorms. They began to dance. Yellow was so... And they, they, they fucking attack. Let's go back here. And all the d- goblins danced and pranced about in glee, for they knew about after the wildest morning thunderstorm comes the most beautiful rainbows. Yellow was so proud of his plan of attack that he went over it again, while each goblin tested his lasso. Red, don't forget the that you must seize the left flank, and I move in on the right. The violet, violet goblin burst out excitedly. Before the last roll of thunder had faded from the valley, the goblins took their pails and lassos and marched single file out the cave. This Roy G. Biv looking ass crew. Uh, that sighted, this goes in the next song, the sight that greeted them when they reached the meadow took their breath away. The rising arch of the rainbow, so rich with color and promise, almost blinded them. Trembling, trembling with excitement, Yellow finally managed to give the signal to attack. And then this is, here's this crazy song. This is this song is basically the goblins looking at the rainbow in excitement, seeing that thick arch. You ever see a thick arch, bro? You ever see a thick arch that you're like, damn, that's a fucking thick ass arch. That's they all look at the rainbow and say, that's a juicy fucking arch, dog. And uh, they were very excited, but it's very like kind of a melancholy vibe, where it's just like chill and like they're seeing it with amazement. Goblins swung their lassos around and around and hurled them into the sky. But in the same instant, the rainbow vanished. As if it had been swallowed up by the earth, the goblins were dumbfounded. Nothing like this has ever happened to them before. They stared up at their empty, outstretched lassos. With a second later, snapped back at them. Indigo wept. Blue cursed. Yellow stumbled. Orange cried out, Treachery! Violet tumbled to the ground. Red raged, but the more they thrashed about, the more tangled up they became in their own lassos until they had the 
had snarled themselves into the into a grunting, groaning mass of goblins on the ground. <clears throat> so the next song is called Rainbow. Was reborn. I know what it's called, Randy. I'm just trying to get my phone in a place where I can read my notes and my book. Rainbow was reborn. So in this song, basically, the rainbow, if we remember back, is saved by the flowers. Let's read a little passage from from this book. As they lay there helplessly, a flood of colors poured forth from all the flowers of the meadow. The flowers! Screamed the blue goblins. The flowers! He had suddenly remembered the dangling roots that he had made fun of in the cave. Through their roots, the flowers had heard the goblins' plan, and they had devised a counterplan to save the rainbow. The moment the attack was launched, the flowers had drained the colors of the rainbow into their petals. As soon as the goblins became snarled in their own lassos, the petals had let loose the deluge. How the fuck are you going to put the word deluge in a children's book, Randy? Shall you know what deluge What the fuck is the deluge? So the goblins drowned in the colors they had come to steal, and no one in the valley wept for them. That's fucking cold-ass flowers, dog. Fucking killing these fucking goblins like it was no fucking big deal. Are you serious? This is a children's fucking book? I guess it teaches us all a lesson here. That, you know, if if you come to do devious things, be careful what you wish for. Because those devious things could be your own downfall. Hell yeah. Shout out to my Italian goblins out there. <laughs> the rainbow itself was reborn more magnificently than ever. Out of gratitude, it is it lifted up the flowers and had sa- saved it and transformed them into glittering dragonflies and butterflies and splendid plumped birds. So the next song is called Plump Bird. It's basically what the sounds of flowers turning into plump birds and dragonflies sounds like. And here it is. come to the final song you can never come to this place it uh let me read let me read the little the little book i have in front of me but since but since that time the rainbows has become more cautious 
Now, when it arches across the sky, it is careful not to touch the earth anymore, anywhere. I don't know how to read. No matter how you try to sneak up on it, you can never come to the place where it begins or ends. So the fucking Italian fucking play the song. Last 30 seconds. Bring it back. Give me the last 30 seconds. These fucking Italian ass goblins ruined it for everybody. I could never touch a rainbow again because of their ass. And I guess that's that's a that's a nice lesson to learn, really. That you know, if you fly too it's it's quite like Icarus flying too close to the sun. The goblins attacked the rainbow too much so uh that is that. I mean, it, it's it, this is kind of a new format for me being by myself up here. I got Randy on the side. Uh, I got Rob in spirit here but uh very interesting album and i i I, i've only given you snippets here i mean you really need to check just i fell asleep listening to this album last week you you just put on fucking some nice headphones do what you gotta do get as naked as you want to get and just listen to this album listen to his other albums whatever tickles your fancy they're not on spotify but they are all on youtube so check them out they're pretty great. I want to give this album. Let, I'm going to rate the food and rate the album right now. So the food we had. Let's remind ourselves. We had a, like a Japanese style pasta dish, some spaghetti. I'm going to give that like a 7.3. It was decent. You know, it was very homey. I felt very good about it. It it, it felt my if if it it fit my stomach quite nicely. Now the album I have to give like a 9.3. Cause it's so fucking fire. It's so fucking great. It's so fucking wonderful. I have a great time listening to it every time I put it on. Anytime I want to like like just vibe, this is the album to go to. It has nineteen eighties Japanese jazz guitar has such a specific vibe to it that you just gotta check it out. 
that's it for me. Check us out on social media. You know, we're going to post all our pictures uh, at Gastral Traveling. You can, if you're listening to this right now and you can't see the food, we post it on our Instagram. It looks delicious. Chef Angel makes it look so nice, so wonderful, so beautiful. I feel like I'm talking like Donald Trump right fucking now. Jesus Christ. But uh, check us out at Gastral Traveling, uh, at Nelly Nutbuster, at Randy Biard, at Rob, Lil Robbie Van- Vitz, <laughs> and at Chef and High Def. Uh, this has been Nelson Conroy on Gastral Traveling. Bye.